Hello and welcome to the latest rendition of the AG podcast, uh, episode 97 today. Um, I am your host, Geminator, and with me, as always, pushing the buttons, is the Ashco in 09. Good evening, my friend. Good evening. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad, thank you. Better than you so far, based on the, uh, the Division 1 <laughs> yeah. results, but we'll, we'll get to that quite quickly. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, as always, uh, joining us this evening, it seems to be, uh, as always, as, like I said, as I said at the minute, in terms of regular occurrence, we've got Riverman. Good evening, River. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, Jam. Uh, evening again. Yeah, as you say, I seem to be the uh, uh, the coming to sort of be the uh, Joby set third member of the crew now, don't I? <laughs> I think, yeah, but you, between you and Berger, you're pretty much uh, vying for that, that third spot without a doubt. Um, and, and with us is, I would say, now a semi-regular joiner of the podcast. I mean, Raj, you must be on to four or five appearances, I thought, at least. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Four or five uh, merits I'm on now. You should so start you handing out caps. Yeah, you keep going. We will. You'll get yeah. hat trick balls. We'll, we'll keep going. Um, <laughs> Ash, write it down. We'll get one sent out. It's fine. Um, but, uh, right. We won't waste any time, boys. Obviously, we're, new division is uh, is underway. And um, it's been incredibly interesting so far. Um, we're going to go through predictions. We're going to go through some golf, some F1 chat. There is no F1 segment this week, so we'll be getting our teeth into a bit of F1 chat between us and the guests as well. But, boys, there is only one place to start, the best division on the site. Uh, unfortunately, Raz, it's uh, it's the three of us, obviously, in uh, in Division 1 that are going to kick off. But we'll, uh, we'll very quickly get to Division 2 and, and talk about how your season's got on as well. No, take your time. Um, take your time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you'll be in Division 1, I'm sure, next season. <laughs> uh, right, boys, we'll start with Division 1 then. So, um, one place to start, really, for me, um, River, and, and that's Bunsey. I mean, he has absolutely stormed, in my opinion, into a title challenge. Um, we've seen that he's had some extra games released because I think he's going travelling or on holiday for a while. But he, apart from Berger, um, who took three points of him, they shared the points, um, you know, Bunsey's pretty much at 100%. He's um, He's got 27 points out of a possible 30, including, unfortunately, six off you in, in two ding-dong games. So, if you want to start by telling us about the games and then move on to what you think about your uh, your friend's chances of Division 1 success this season. Uh, the two games against Buncey should have been three points each, really. Uh, first game, I should have beaten him and I got a rude awakening back into Division 1 by a filthy cutback that uh, defeated me when I should have won the game. Second game, no arguments. He was the uh, better player. But, yeah, looking at his results so far, he's done incredibly well. And for me to only lose by one goal both times shows that I'm... Oh, as always, not really quite there in Division 1, but um, uh, they were encouraging results, I suppose, when you look at um, some of the thumpings he's handed out to uh, other people who should remain nameless. Uh, <laughs> not for very I, long, I will <laughs> <laughs> um, I think as, as far as his title chances go, Bunce is a good player, but as you say, I think mm. he, he's going away for a few weeks, isn't he? Hence his uh, mm. games being released. He doesn't play an awful lot of FIFA other than his league games, which does show just how good he can be. He'll come back, he'll be rusty, and he'll get beaten and he'll drop away. Wouldn't surprise me to see him finish fourth or fifth, but he's not going to win the league. Okay, I mean, one thing I just want to correct myself on as well, I did say he was on 27 out of 30. I think in my notes pre-podcast, I wrote that the last game before he leaves for his holiday is against Jeff. Um, and based on if you go with form for whatever form we have, obviously, if we put you know six Martin down at six points, he would be on twenty-seven out of thirty before going away for almost what would be a mid-season break for him now uh, already. Um, I, I'd take your point for sure. I think for me, 
when I play Bunsey, he's not one of those players that I think, oh, bloody hell, I've got this going into now. You know, like tomorrow night, my game against Aaron gets released. That's not what I'm looking forward to. Um, when I play Ash, I don't look forward to it. Sweaty, Burger, etc. When I play Bunsey, I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, it's okay. I, I would argue that as, you know, if you were going on... Um, uh, on, on FPL, I think they, they go, you know, green, grey or red in terms of fixture difficulty. I would see that was a, a grey fixture, me and Bunsey. It's very much 50-50. So to see him storm ahead uh, so early on is is quite impressive, really, and, and fair play to him. Um, I think the other point you've made, River, as well, is really interesting. Um, and again, maybe Raz, I'll get your take on this one. Um, do you think River is correct with what he says, that maybe if you don't play an awful lot of FIFA, maybe not the best person to come to on this, because I know you do play a decent amount of FIFA, obviously with clubs and, and stuff. Um, if he is going to amass all these points and, and, you know, he's in this rhythm at the moment, he's doing well. If he then comes back after his holiday and ends up being really rusty, is that going to be massively to his detriment? Do you think? Uh, it depends basically if there's a patch in between him leaving and coming back. Uh, you tend to notice there's always a slight difference with how you play whenever you come back and there's been a patch rolled out. Um, I've noticed. I've noticed there's a there's a defensively there seems to be a bit of a um, a relaxing on you know how, how how strong people are defensively mm. um, after the recent patch. So I'd say he will drop off when he comes back, um, and I think it's due to the fact that it takes you a bit longer to get into the swing of things, especially if you're not playing that often. Yeah, I think, I mean, one, one thing on that, I mean, we're, again, you, we're talking about the game and, and potentially EA trying to do their best to break the game. Who better to go to on that than, than obviously my co-host, Ash Cohen. Um, Ash, you're often saying how the game's dead, the game's broken, the game's gone. Mm. Um, a 10-4 loss and a, a, a 6-5 loss. I mean, both sound, to be fair, like amazing games. Which one came first, by the way? Was it five? Was it 6-5 in the first? Or was it that... was the 6-5 in the first game. Um, oh, which... So you must have been frustrated. Yeah. Not to get something out of that one, then. Yeah. Scoring five goals. Yeah, I mean, that's it. I, I mean, the the defence leaves a lot to be desired when you're scoring five goals in a game and you're still mm. losing. Um, well, but... scoring nine, nine goals over two games, you'd expect six points. Yeah. Um, mm. But then on the, on the other side of that, it was 16 goals the other way. Um, mm. Yeah, no, I mean... Uh... They did this last FIFA, I think, um, where they sort of changed the way, you know, the, the way it plays. And, you know, if, if you play a lot of head-to-heads and you've probably, you know, you realise, oh, yeah, it has changed. But if you don't play too much and you go into your league games and it's obviously all changed, um, you think, oh, shit, what have they done to this? Um, no, I mean, the first game, very end-to-end, uh, felt a bit unlucky not to take the, uh, you know, um, not to take a point at least. Um, I think it might have even been a late goal. You know, sort of last five minutes, um, and then the second game was just, uh, yeah, one of those ones where everything that Buncey hit seemed to go in. I hate playing Buncey; he's a cracking player, and he has that striker up front with Coco. You know, the guy that apparently is only eighteen or nineteen. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, do you want to check his passport? I mean, well, he, he, he... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's just you know, hey, Raz, he, he's Raz really, really good. The, the podcast authority on that, Raz. Age check. <laughs> Edge check, uh, dubious. Yeah, yeah. It's gone to VAR. Um, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm mimicking the VAR thing in my living room right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just one of those games, I think. Um, but, um, uh, yeah. I, 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 it, hopefully, it can get better than, uh, than that. 
Uh, we've got to shore up defensively, but um, yeah, this is. I mean, you know, again, look on the plus side. You scored a decent amount of goals there. Obviously, you mm. really did. Yeah. And and the other thing to consider on that as well. Um, is of course you know Madueke, who up until those league games it looked yeah. like he was all all just about out the door. Yes. Um, was it those league games that that changed your mind on that one? Uh, yes. Um, I mean, understandable. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was it was difficult. He played really really well for me. Um, you know, obviously he's quick. That goes for something in this game at the moment. Um, mm. So yeah, he he he's now staying. And, uh, I was just sort of evaluating what to do next in terms of um, you know. Um, players to bring in. Now we're back up to a, a healthy bit of Scudo. Um, mm. You know, uh, <laughs> nice sorry, little. Did you, oh, sorry, did you make Friday night? Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Call of Duty night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. yeah right, that yeah. was. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. River, River. We picked the worst night to go out for tea that night, didn't we? I think we should have stayed in. And, oh, I wouldn't uh, have minded if it was a FIFA event and you missed it. <laughs> the game of FIFA don't have twenty-five times your normal payout. God dear. <laughs> I no, it was it was good, but, but um, I think I think yeah. the thing the thing with it as well, um, you know, it's it's so early days, isn't it? At the end of the mm. day, you know, you, you've lost two games, but yeah. again, I mean that that could just massively change. We had similar results last season, me, myself and, and and you, um, you know, you beat me by similar score lines to how Buncey beat you, and it turned out all right for me because if my, if I believe I'm right, I think I did finish above you last season as well. So uh, we'll just slide that one in there. <laughs> um, I've just realised as well, Jam, it just sounded like we went out for dinner together there, the way you said, oh, we, yeah, picked yeah. The, we, we picked the wrong night to go out for dinner. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, it was great though, wasn't it? I mean, that strip club you took me to was, was fantastic. Um, anyway, just in case my wife listens to this podcast, which I incredibly doubt, that is obviously a lie. Um, what are you talking about? Avid listener, that's what I heard. Yeah, <laughs> she's. I think she's. Um, she was one of three people who listened to the last podcast, Raz. I think so. Yeah, it uh, wasn't that hard to pick uh, to point out who it was. Um, otherwise, uh, you know, looking at the rest of Division One, Burgess started uh, well as well. Um, you know, he's um, he's on nine points out of a possible twelve because he was one of the people um, Bunsey had to play in his extra fixture. Um, River, yourself, and Jeff have had tough starts um, back into Division One. How do you see your season shaping up? I mean, again, I know it's early days, but bit of a sharp, sharp uh, sort of introduction back into the top division. Yeah, so I've only played one set of features, which is Buncey, who we've just been lauding. So, um, yeah, look, every fixture on there is tough for me. I'm going to do well to beat Morris's win total, aren't I? But um, it, I've got Aaron tonight, straight after this podcast, which will, again, be a load of tough games. Division 1 is ridiculously tough. And then you get people like Buncey doing horrible, sweaty cutbacks to have to resort to beating me. I mean, it just takes this, really. Um, there are people in Division 1 I can get results against and have got results against in the past but to try and stay up in this division it's just going to be so ridiculously hard it, yeah, I, I, I can't see myself doing it but I've only played one set of fixtures and I only lost to Buncey by a goal both times so we'll see how it goes yep, depending might be the problem I guess I might concede a few goals that might be the issue well, I mean, that, to be fair, that leads us nicely on, boys, to uh, my next point about Division 1. We have had not that many games, obviously, so far. Yes, obviously, we've had more games than other divisions because of Buncey's situation. But we've seen a staggering 101 goals scored already, which is an average of 20, uh, four goals per manager per game in Division 1. Um, Raz, what, what do you think about that? I mean, that is ridiculous, isn't it? I thought, I thought the best people were up in Division 1. None of them can defend. 
Uh, but has got. Sorry, you dropped that a little bit for me. Uh, sorry, I thought uh, what division one was the elite. None of them can defend. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, they're all just too good going forward. Yeah, Anti Rabbit and uh, Makuko uh, has uh, fourteen goals each. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's almost and, halfway. And, 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 and Sabosloy almost... has seven as well. Don't forget. Yeah, Ricky Van Wolfswangel got twenty-three last season. So uh, <laughs> that's uh, sustaining. It's like uh, Fonzie's got two versions of uh, Holland in his team at the moment. Mm. I mean, Ash, going into uh, going into the first round of fixtures, if I said to you that your scorer would have six goals out of those first two fixtures, but would only just make it to fifth on the top goal scorer list, <laughs> I think that would be quite surprising, wouldn't it? Yes. Um, yeah, I think the top goal scorer's list this season is going to be uh, a lot in terms yeah, of goal scorers. That's fair to say. Um, just before we uh, we move on from Division One, um, River and, and Ash, obviously River, I'll come to you first. Who do we think is actually going to challenge then, really? Because if we say Berger is still going to be the the favourite, he has to be. Obviously, last season he he, he hit a treble, obviously he did really well. Um, there's no Brian this season, so I mean, do we think it'll be the likes of Bunsey, Suited, Sweaty, maybe even Aaron chasing him, or or do we think that it's uh, it's his to lose? River, you first. I think it probably is Burgers to lose, but um, I think the names mentioned, Suited and Sweaty, would probably be the two who push him all the way. Um, I say I still think Buncey will drop off. I don't think Buncey will sustain that all throughout the season. Aaron's a good player, of course, of course he is. I say I'm playing him next, so um, I've, I've got to say that. And then we say it's crap if I beat him. Um, but um, yeah, look, Sweaty is a really good player. Sweaty's always going, oh, I'm going to go down the season. Of course he's bloody not. He's far too good for that. Um, and Suited just finds a way to win games, doesn't he? He ended up coming second out sort of nowhere last year, sort of under the radar. So I would have those two as his nearest challengers, but it's most certainly Burgers to lose. He's he, he suited, suited really does grind out results, to be fair. Yeah. Um, Ash, what do you think? Who's uh, Who can push for that uh, second, third spot, or even first spot? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think it's Burgers to lose. Um you know, as usual, every season. Um, but suited and sweaty for me um, are the two going to be to watch. Suited, as you said, he grinds out results. He's a very good player. You know, top three, top four um, on his day. And then sweaty. You know, I know he had a bit of a poor season. Um, you know, by his standards, last time around. But he's another one that I think will uh, will be up there this season. So. Um, yeah, burger sweated, uh, sweated, burger sweaty and suited. I think um, will be the three um, to watch this season. Mm. And and just before we move on, uh, Raz, um, get your opinion on the uh, the relegation candidates in Division One, if we don't mind. Oh, uh, it's Jeff. I think Jeff will definitely go down. Uh, he's not mm. consistent enough to stay up. Um, Riverman seems to fancy himself. Riverman's good going forward. You know, it's always had good attacks, but I'm sorry, Riverman, but you leak too many goals to the back, mate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. To- totally agree. Yeah. I'll go down. I've said this. Yeah, I can't defend <laughs> at this level. I'm Norwich. Can't stay up in the prem when I get there. <laughs> um, and, yeah. And what do we think about the playoff? Because, obviously, of course, the way the playoffs work now, that person will be taking on the, the Division um, Division 2 guys. What do we think? That's too hard to call. There's a couple of guys in there that... I could see the reason. The reason I asked that, I think, is because for me, and and again, River, I do apologise because it could be it could be me, it could be Ash. Who knows? You know, by by the end of the season. But if we take it that yourself and Jeff will be the guys that are sort of you know maybe going back down in Division Two, 
it is incredibly difficult to pick that third person, isn't it, Ash? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it, it's going to be tight at the, um, you know, that sort of bottom, bottom four, bottom five, and um, hopefully I can stay, <laughs> I can stay away from it this this season. But after those opening games, who knows? Um, I'm I'm just grateful to have points on the board. That's all I'm going to say. Um, that's, that'll be the first and only time this season I think I'll get six points out of a set of fixtures. So I'm I'm quite happy with that. Um, right, boys, we'll we'll leave Division One there. Uh, we're going to go over to uh, it's the Emerald Isle. We're going to get some information on the golf with Bertie, and then we're back shortly for some Division Two chat where we can speak to Raz about his prospects this season. So, Bertie, when you're ready, please take it away with the golf update. Thanks, guys, and welcome to the golf section of the podcast. Since I was last on, we've had a couple of events. In week seven, we visited TPC Longbow, where we had the Facebook group open. This was very, very well contested. And in the end, it came down to a tie, would you believe, our first this season, where Paul Laws and Sutter Clues both ended up on level par. However, Paul took the title based on his better second round. Week eight, and we moved on to Toowoomba. Very unusually named course, but one which I think most people enjoyed. This was the Marcus Jonesy Major, and the victor was the highest handicap player in our society, Sweaty Bananas for You, who had a score of 13 under, thanks mainly to his best round of the season so far, 74 in round one. New Thatch, one of our new members, was second on 7-under, with Gazgrass third on 3-under. If you look at the overall standings, Gazgrass now leads on the AG Tour. He's a 7-point lead on 119 points over Hilly, who's on 112, closely followed by Trooper on 110, and the rest of the field not too far behind. In the race for the gross prize, this is a good battle as well, with Wizfox on 134 points, myself on 132, and Paul Lowe's on 131. Since I was last on as well, EA have released a trailer for their new game, which is coming out in March. For the moment, we're going to be continuing with the current game, and we're going to have to see what happens with regards to who's going to get the new game. But it does look pretty awesome. One of the benefits of the current game is that we can play a number of different versions and have a very competitive tour. And in recent weeks, we've had nearly 20 players playing, which has been absolutely fantastic. So we will see what happens. Until next time. Thanks, guys. Okay, thank you very much. And right, Raz, Division 2 then, mate. So uh, obviously you got promoted last season. Um, Again, a bit of a canter. How do you think you're going to fare this season? Obviously, moving into a slightly higher division, but with the same same squad theme that you've had now for well, for as long as I can remember. Yeah. Um, well, based off of the first match against uh, Mark, um, I'm <laughs> I'm aiming for the relegation playoff. Hopefully. Oh, you mean, sorry. You mean Foot Foot FC? Is that who you mean? Sorry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Furland Furland Mendy at centre mid and all that. Yeah. No, he's yeah. um. Uh, like I had him in the first match. Um, I, even he said, "I don't know how I lost that. Uh, not lost that match, Drew. It. Uh, I think he had like two shots all game. Um, I just I could not get my way past his goalkeeper. <laughs> um, and then the second match, basically he raced ahead into a three 0 lead, clawed it back to four three, 
and just committed way too many people for, forward. I think I only had Ostergaard and uh, <laughs> Arn Long uh, standing in oh, my wow. own half. Everybody else was attacking. So nice. um, I'm, I'm aiming... I think that's always been the case. I've been aiming for the relegation playoff. If I can make that, I I fancy my chance against anyone in the in Division Three. Um, I guess the 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 million dollar question then in that sentence is who's going to be the two below you? Uh, probably Tunners and Rhino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and then probably be fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it's the two, two that came up with me basically, and the two that were. Um, uh, behind me, and I can't see. Uh, like Reno started well. I think he, he's he has picked up three points from two uh, from two games. Mm. And but, uh, um, update as well. He did. Yeah, he's played um, Paul this evening, um, yeah. and they split points, three points each. Yeah. Um, so that which is, is no mean feat. That's that's pretty impressive actually, because I, I see Paul as being one of the standouts in this division. So for yeah. Reno to come up from Division Three and get three points against Paul, that's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but again, he he would have the same problem as um, I think River and Division One. It's mm. yeah, I can score lots, but he he, he doesn't uh, he doesn't keep them out. He doesn't keep clean sheets, mm. and he has got uh, he has got a little a little red card or two in him, as uh, we've seen in Division Three. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, yeah, again, I can't can't agree more really. Um, so for you, I mean, you think that, that at, at best, well, maybe at worst, you want to be looking at relegation playoff. At, at best, do you think you can push on for maybe sixth, seventh position, or or is that too lofty? I, I think seventh would be probably my upper limit on this, um, mm. and that's if things go well for me. Um, hopefully, there's no more updates as uh, FIFA try to break <laughs> their game on the run up to the new game, but. Um, yeah, it's it, for me. It comes down to um, uh, finishing chances. Um, I think that was my problem the last time I was in this division. I could keep them out, but I just could not finish them. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. You, you know, you're, you, you've you've talked about Mark there, obviously. Um, River, you know, Mark the Shark, someone who has been very much the same, same as you, up and down from Division 1, Division 2, never really going any further or, or higher. Um, not higher in Division 1, but, you know, higher in the upper echelons of Division 1. Um, he's picked up four points, as, as we've just talked about, at the start of this season. Um, do we see him as being one of the front runners for the division? Or, again, do we think it's going to be a bit of, you know, maybe threatening the, the top two and ultimately falling away? Uh, yeah, I think he's he's got to be looking at automatic promotion, hasn't he? But this division in a lot of ways, is so tight. Like you mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, Paul, obviously, there. Um, Paul's a very, very good player. Um, but, yeah, Mark's got to be thinking he had a run towards the end of last season, didn't he, and just fell short because he started <sighs> so terribly. Um, but, yeah, he's got to be looking at aiming for those for those top two places, I think. And if he just falls short, he falls short. But um, I think he's one of the main contenders in this division. Hmm. I think the, the the point you make in terms of um, the, the closeness of the division um, is an awful cliche, and I apologise, but when you say about, like, can anybody beat anybody in, in the other divisions, for me, we'll move on to Division 3 soon, but obviously, you know, the likes of Brill, Nuthatch, could these guys beat, you know, the, the top of Division 3, you know, your Hillies, um, Paynes, etc., Maybe not. Maybe one in a hundred times. Same with um, you know Jeff, etc. With with the likes of Burger and Sweaty. Again, not often. 
in Division Two, I, I honestly see it being completely open. I, I don't see Ash anybody that maybe is stepping forward as an absolute favourite. You could argue the likes of Morris and Paul mm. and, and Charlinho and Mark maybe, but you yeah. know, I've named four names there and apart from Charlinho, none of them have got six points out of their, their opening gambit. Yeah. Well, absolutely. I mean, this division, I think, will be the closest, you know, that you've alluded to already um, in terms of points. Anyone can beat anyone in this division, and it is going to be interesting to see who, you know, pushes on. And maybe that sounds like I'm sitting on the fence, but it is because <laughs> it's it's because it is, um, you know, this will be the, the closest division in terms of points, and um, anyone can beat anyone. I mean, will we see a, a runaway in this league? I don't think so. Um, no, I don't. I, I I see this league being close up until the last match day. I personally think I I can't see somebody running away with this. Again, you know, you might be proved wrong. You might get again Charlinho, Morris, Paul, or or somebody you know out of the pack. You know that that ends up picking up form and, and running away with it. But for me, I I I cannot predict how this division. I, I couldn't even predict who's going to finish comfortably in any of the places because again, you look at Rhino and Tunda's squad. They have really good players. So, like Raz was saying, yeah, based on form, and if you looked at finishing positions from last season, you'd think that that Raz, Rhino, and, and Tunnels would be the bottom three. But I, I, I personally don't see that. But then I try and put someone else in there, and I don't know who I'd put in there. So it's it is interesting. It, it really is. Um, and I think that's born out of, like you said, the competitiveness. Nobody apart from Charlinho has picked up six points. They've all picked up two or three. In, um, in, and it, in their and first even pick. those um, even those six points, just looking at the results, were two one and two one against Joby. So mm. it wasn't even like it was a you know a, a runaway um, result. It's, yeah, it was interesting, interesting to see, wasn't it, at the end of the season, how many points actually separate first to bottom in this division? Yeah, because yeah. you look at as you, as you say, Division One. Uh, if Berger wins it say me comes bottom there's going to be a big points difference between us same in division three because Brilly never makes double figures um this division first to bottom i mean how many points seriously do we think is going to separate it it's not going to be a lot i don't think it's not it's not and i think you could genuinely see somebody doing for example um i don't know uh, what there'll be 24 fixtures or 24 games to play or, or no sorry uh, 22 games to play 22 uh, yeah 12, yeah um i could see that with maybe four four games six games left you could see somebody quite easily move from eighth ninth position to sort of third fourth because it'll be that tight i think that you could see that happen um but again we'll we'll, we'll see um river you, you're pointing out there obviously with charlinho and joby i think something i consistently said last season um, over and over again on the podcast was I thought Charlinho and Joby actually got put in the wrong divisions. I personally would have had Joby in Division 1 and Charlinho in Division 2. So it was interesting to see that Charlinho actually managed to pick up six points against Joby. That could be, of course, like we talked about, rustiness and Joby doesn't tend to play as much fever as other people. Or it could be that maybe I was wrong all along and, and actually Charlinho is is the better player. Um, but Joby, if, if I remember, ran Division 2 quite close last season, didn't he, River? Uh, finished in the playoffs and I smashed both Joby and Charlinho in the playoffs, didn't I? Which just shows the difference. Six <laughs> no, who was the harder game? Who was the harder game? Um, do you know what? I've only played Charlinho a couple of times. I played him a couple of times in events and I had really close games against him. Um, the final against Charlinho, I was three up early and just looked like I was going to score every time I went forward. Um, I had two really close games against Joby in the league. 
playoff semi-final wasn't quite so close as obviously as the score suggests but I don't think there's much between those two to be perfectly honest and as I say I don't think there's a lot between the divisions so Joby if you look at that table now and Joby's bottom having lost two games you go, Joby won't finish there no chance but then I say you've got to try and flick it round but yeah I don't think there's much between them I think they'll both be trying to push playoffs I don't think either of them will go up automatically um, I think they'll both be looking for playoffs but as you've just said with maybe four matches to go there's going to be at least one, probably more people than that, who can easily both get into the playoffs and get relegated. It's going to be that close, this division, I think. Yeah, I think when you, from my point of view, when I look at this, and I'm sure all the rest of them will look at it as well, everybody fancies their chances against everybody. There's nobody in that yeah, division. 100 I'm looking at it thinking I, I, I'll probably get smashed by that guy in both matches. Yeah, uh, I, again, which I think is born out of when you look at it. I mean, I look at it, the Division Two table now. It's literally no apart from Charlinho and and Brian Joe, who obviously shared points with two draws. Everybody has has dropped points already this season, and you know either won or or, or lost a game. Um, so it is it is really interesting. Again, I think it'll be one that I actually watch with with interest this season. Um, uh, predictions? What do we think, the Nash? So who's gonna? Again, it's so hard. Who's gonna get promoted from this division um, in the top two? Stick, stick your neck out. Get off that fence. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to go for Mark the Sharp. Um, in, in first? I'll, I'll come to that in a minute. I'm going to go Mark the Shark. Um, <laughs> and I think I'm going to go... This is tough. Um, I look at the other name. I mean, Charlinho's obviously had a good start if he carries that on. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, he didn't have a good season last time um, in Division 1. Is he one of those players that is, is not good enough for the top division, but then he's too good for the second division? Um, you know, he's like one of those middle players. Um Oh, yeah, I'm going to go over the top. I'm going to go as it is, Charlie Nguyen and Mark the Shark. In what order? I don't know. I will sit on the fence about that. Um, but I think I think those two will be the ones to watch. Okay. And and relegated? <laughs> would you like me to come back? I'll get the other yeah, two yeah. winners come, first. Come back, come back to the podcast, Jan. I think he's. I think he's bothered about the runtime. Maybe he's just trying to extend the runtime of the podcast a little bit. <laughs> um, River, who's going to get promoted in the top two? We'll leave the playoffs maybe for now. Just top two. Um, I'm going to go for Mark as well, but I'm also going to go for Morris. Okay. And Raz, what do you think? Um, Go on, I'm going to go. I'm going to go up. I'm going to win it. <laughs> yeah. Going to win it. Uh, and then basically, whoever wants to finish second can finish second. <laughs> yeah, go on. Who do you think? Um, Mark, probably uh, first. And then I'm going to go for a, sne- a sneaky little outsider. Uh, I'm going to go for Joe. Ooh. River, any retort on that one? Don't know what you're smoking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would just say so. For my, my, two, um, my two would be. Uh, Paul Lowe's and Morris. I don't think Charlie you know, or Mark will go up. And I think that for what it's worth, I do think Joe will probably make the playoffs and, and potentially do it because he's got such a good team. Um, Ash, have you decided yet who's going down? Um, yes, Big B. Um, Ooh, okay. Big B for me. Um, and I'm, I'm going to say 
Joby. Oh, so you think that all the three promoted boys stay up? Raz Tunners and and uh, Raz Tunners and Rhino. I do. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, I do. Okay. Raz will stay up. Um, you know, just about. Um, <laughs> I've, you know, I think Raz will stay up. I think Tunners, you know, Rhino if he decides to spend a season away more than a season away from pain, um, <laughs> will do. Uh, will do well. But yeah, no, Big B, I think, is a character that on his day is good, but is more inconsistent than not. Um, and Joby, yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult to see. Okay, okay. Um, Raz, who's going down? Uh, I'm still going to go with Tanners. Yep. Um, and, you know, like Ash just said, basically. You said Rhino earlier on. Yeah, like a, like a, like Ash is basically. If Rhino takes a look at um, Division Three and Payne's top of the league, I think Rhino all of a sudden will want to stay up. Um, okay. But if he's not, he's going down. Okay, interesting. He's gonna hit me flatly and look forward to the PM. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, River, who are you gonna lay the boot into? Who's gonna get relegated with Joe? <laughs> oh, that that would be that would just. I don't care if I get no points if that happens. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> um, uh, I also think um, Bry might struggle and go down. Uh, I mean, he couldn't beat Joe for starters, could he? So, I mean, that, that's a that's a bad start. Um, I think he he just about stayed up last year, and I I think he could tumble this year. Um, I can't see Joby going unless he really just doesn't play at all. He, he was in the playoffs last year. Um, so I think I would probably say, I think Raz will stay up. Um, he said when me and Raz have been in this division together before, I've generally, I think it's fair to say Raz got the slightly the better of it, but they've been very close games. Uh, Raz can defend, which will help him against some of those other people. He's not, doesn't tend to have six, five shootouts. So I'm um, sorry, uh, Rhino, but yeah, I'm going to go for Rhino. Big B and Rhino. I, for, for it's worth as well, before I give my answer, I think as we've talked about how close the division will be as a whole, and someone can make a late charge for the, the playoffs or even promotion. I think the same could be said for relegation. I think you could see somebody quite conceivably drop it with a bad run of results from seventh and eighth down into 11th and 12th by the yeah. end of this season. I don't see anybody doing, you know, sort of, again, like a Berger or a Morris, you know, at the top or the bottom of the season. Um, for me, I, I, um, I've i got a bit of a, again, I think it's a tough one. Again, people will say it's it's, it's biased, etc. It's really not just based off my, my playing games against him, even though he beat me in an event the other night. I would say Satie potentially could, could go down um, in, in maybe 11th. And I think 12th will... Yeah, I'm going to go for Joby. And I, my only reason I'm going to go for Joby is because of maybe the fact he doesn't play as much FIFA as the other guys in this division. You look across this division, and these guys do play a fair amount of games, I think. So I um, I think he'll be the one with uh, Satie to go down, which sounds bizarre, really, doesn't it? That those two, who were quite comfortable in this division, really, were at the end last season, would be the bottom two. But uh, I'm going to back the Division 3 promotion boys to stay up. Um, is it just is like, it because uh, Joby is in his pro evolution uh, uh, Rome blue uh, kits instead of Lazio? Is that it? <laughs> Potentially. 
that is potentially true. It's the it's a licensing issue. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> um, right, boys. So we are going to move away from Division Two after we finally got Ash's predictions out of him. Um, Ash, start thinking about Division Three predictions now, so we can finish before midnight. Um, we're going to move on to uh, to F1 now. No segment this week, which I'm quite happy about. We're going to have a chat about F1, um, especially Division Two. Um, but we've just finished off a season of of, uh, of F1. And we're moving into a, a shorter season um, in preparation for potentially transitioning over to the new game uh, by the time we get to March. So, um, first of all, Ash, very quickly, thoughts on um, on your car and your performance last season in in, uh, in Div 1. Did you enjoy it? I always enjoy the F1 seasons. Um, you know, I mean, <laughs> rarely do I see the top, you know, sort of top half of the board. But uh, I always do enjoy them. Um, regardless, mm. it is one of the best nights uh of the week and um you know we always get good numbers on the f1 um so uh yeah roll on the next season i'm looking forward to it mm, absolutely i mean again for me I echo that exactly um i think i have managed to push up a little bit this season i've, I've been doing quite well it's just been a bit of inconsistency for me and not being able to attend a lot of the events um which has uh, sort of hampered me a little bit um I think I'm looking forward to the car allocation for Div 1 next season. I think we have really good races and we have close races as well. I think there was one point where in qualification, Ash, I can't remember what one it was, but everybody was within a hundredth of a second or something with a, between each other on one of the qualifying. So it just proved that everything seemed to be going pretty well in terms of um, in terms of an even split, um, which brings us nicely onto Div 2. Now, um, Raz, um, as you've said, obviously, last time you played F1 was actually when we did the F2, um, which was, of course, equal cars um, and slightly different from the F1. River, you still play in Div 2 um, and obviously have done up until up until the other night. Um, what do we think in terms of the, the big controversial point or, or not so doing the rounds at the moment in terms of car allocation? And, and equal cars being muted for um, for, for next season. Um, and by next season, obviously, I mean this this season we're going to move it into. Um, it looks as though we're going to stick as normal, and it's probably not going to go forward, but there's been a lot of arguments for and against, and just interested in getting your thoughts on it. So, uh, River, we'll go with you first, if you don't mind. Um, yeah, I, I'm against it. Uh, I like having the different cars. Um, you, you look at Division 2, particularly, I mean... Obviously, you couldn't do it in Division 1 because Buncey would win every single week. Mm. You do it in Division yep. 2, but you also get these outliers. Ash spent the season in Division 2 in the worst car and romped it. Paul's got the worst car and romped it. Um, I did, first so... of all, I did like on the sign up thread, he did say something like, oh, a bit worried about Division 1. Um, blah 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 in the in the sign up for this mini season. I think I had to put a little laughing emoji because yeah, he's in a Williams and he's absolutely destroying it. So yeah, and um, other people other people have done it um, when they've just romped it. In, I can't think of the other one was someone else did it and they just romped it in the worst car. And you make you make them equal cars and it, I mean even further ahead. Um, I like the fact that if you get a good car. And you do pretty well because we are a lot of us are a similar sort of standard. So I can see the argument, but I just don't like it. I'd rather maybe have a good car, and if I do well, then okay, I get a weaker car the next year. And then if I do poorly, I get a better one. I I just prefer that. That's much more fun to me than just romping around in equal cars. What about um, so for yourself? So I've got two questions for you personally, then maybe. So number one, what car have you had for the last so many seasons? Then have you have you moved around? Um, or have you stayed consistent? Yeah, I've I've uh, moved around. I was a McLaren this year. Um, I was the pink thing that I can never remember what it was called the season before. 
Yeah, um, um, I can't remember, but what is the Alpine now, I think, basically? Yeah, something like that, and I couldn't tell you before that, to be perfectly honest. I tend to get sort of like a mid-range-ish car. Um, McLaren's well, obviously McLaren's, slight... McLaren's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, McLaren's pretty good. McLaren's been the best one I've had, I think, um, because probably when I've had the mid-range-ish car, I've finished sort of lower mid-range-ish table. I think I've finished mid-table-ish this time. Um, in the McLaren, uh, upper mid table probably in the McLaren, so I'll probably get something slightly worse next time, and that's fine by me. Um, I'd rather do that than have equal cars and have Paul beat me by ten laps in a fourteen lap race. Mm. Okay, um, Raz, obviously you know F two cars um, is, is last time you uh, you gave it a go. So what do you think? Um, what, would be, what would be your opinion? And are you signed up for this next season, by the way, or not? Uh, no. <laughs> Okay. I've retired. So I've, uh, I've retired. <laughs> so a hypothetical for you at the moment, then. But what what do you think? What's your opinion? I would not go for equal cars, um, and I base that off the fact that I done it with F two, and hated every single last moment of it. Why? Um, when you're in equal cars, basically, um, it, it's it's literally a parading session. Uh, you just go round and round and round. Uh, you know, if you get spun off um, and you end up in the uh, in the sand, your chances of getting caught up again are next to nothing, unless somebody else spins out and crashes. Mm. It's just just ridiculous, um, and especially in uh, Division Two, um, where people's idea of racing is there's a corner, I'm going into it, uh, triggers fall down, uh, eyes are closed, and I'm praying till the heavens. That I go left. Um, so the chance of getting sm- uh, getting smacked up and not there ended up uh, not not completely wiped out, basically, but uh, spun off and then trying to catch up. Um, like a couple of times that in, in F two, where I've ended up getting spun, um, I've just ended up just parading around because there's no chance of catching up unless somebody else starts crashing. You know, you're not going to gain a place. Um, at the same time, basically, I understand that F2 was slightly different because, well, you didn't have any pit stops. So there was no such thing as strategy on it. Yeah, yeah. that's probably one of my main reasons. It's not wanting coming back. It's mm. uh, There was no strategy. It was no fun. Um, just end up being annoyed at the end of the night. I know people like, oh, Raz, you're always annoyed. And it's like, yeah, I'm, usually I've got good reason to. But if it's not FIFA, it's something else. Yeah, it, it, it just... Um, it just kills um, the competition, you know. If some, if everybody's running around in equal cars, you know, F one isn't uh, isn't equal in real life. You know, they can they can make all the rules and changes and all they want. You know, you, you have good cars and you have bad cars. It should be about the drivers. You know, if the drivers are in bad cars and they're still winning, then you know, I may be luck- I may be the people basically who are in good cars and not winning. Maybe you should practice. Okay, so on that point then, so Ash, just coming to you on this one. So taking what Raj just said in terms of the people in bad cars should practice more, or sorry, the people that are in good cars but still not doing good mm. should practice more. Is that in itself? And I'm I'm very much playing devil's advocate here because obviously you've got those these two guys that have said they're not for it. Yeah, I'm in I'm indifferent because I it doesn't affect me in Division One. Um, if the argument that Raz is putting forward there in terms of practicing more and, and, you know, getting better at the game, is that not an advocation in itself for equal cars? Because we don't have 
unequal. We don't have handicaps in FIFA. We don't have handicaps in COD. Mm. You know, these games are, are, are skill-based games. What? Where's the difference, you know? And again, this is me not for or against because I'm the host and I get to sit on the fence for a change. <laughs> um, <laughs> but what, what would be your opinion on that? And, and do you think that's a valid point? Yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, Division 2... Uh... I mean, it's. <laughs> I was fencing, you know. I'm sitting on the fence. I mean, look. Just, it... just, answer, just, just answer the question. So, it, you know, it, based on what Raz just said there, you know, he's saying about people practicing to get mm. better at the game. Is that not in itself? And I'm not putting words in Raz's mouth, so please don't think I am Raz. But is that not in its that sentence in itself? Is that not an advocate for equal counts? Because then you're saying about people practicing to get better at the game, and therefore, like in FIFA, like in COD, the people who play more mm. do better and are rewarded. They put for that. more time into it. Yeah. What What do you think? He's, he's gone quiet. He, just, he doesn't Is want he to pretending his mic's cut out so he doesn't have yeah, to answer? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Okay, right. River, let me ask you that question then. So go back to you. What do you think? Um, well, you mentioned some games there. Um, COD, there's no league on at the moment. I know there has been a COD league and I can't comment so don't play it. We have three competitions in FIFA and literally one of them does have handicaps in it. Mm-hmm. The golf every week has handicaps in it. Oh, that's a good point. Um, golf, yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Uh, so they're the three things. We run leagues, or not leagues, or setups on on a weekly basis, and they do have handicaps on them. Um, Brass's point, yeah, if you're in a good car and not doing particularly well and you want to get better, then yeah, practice. But some people like turning up on a Monday. I don't practice the game. If I practice the game, yeah, I'll probably be a bit better at it. I don't practice the golf. If I practiced it, I'd be a bit better at it. But you just turn up, and it's not a case of just turning up for the scoot. I do enjoy the F1 events. Um, but I am i don't enjoy it so much that I'm going to put a load of time in during the week doing practice laps and learning it. So um, there is an element to it. If you Well, obviously, there's a complete element to it. If you want to get better at it, you, you spend more time doing it. Um, but that's not really what, what we're talking about here. If you've got a week in terms of the equal cars, if you don't put that time in and you're weaker in your in a good car and not doing particularly well, well, okay, so be it. You're not doing particularly well, you're still in a good car. So I think that's sort of a, a different argument in that respect. Yeah, uh, I think even even the card league, um, when it was running, it was 2v2, and they went on basically, it was usually a good player with a not-so-good player on one team. Yeah. You know, the, the, everybody in the league basically we put a lot of handicaps in till uh, to help people. Um, so I'm not sure basically why we need to do it even more. We need to make the cars fair. What? You know, where do we stop on that one? There, um, we're all going to have the exact same FIFA team at some stage, are we? Because mm. like in you're all going to have to try and learn to play with Ricky Van Wolfswinkle. <laughs> and in the FIFA leagues, you have the divisions. It's not a handicap as such. But if you're not good enough, you get relegated. Yeah. And then you play with okay, people so, more like so, your own ability. <laughs> so the argument would be then, if we went on, for example, finishing position, it would be a case of, so Paul finishes first, let's say, last season in, in, in Division 2. He has to, like, there is no, do you want to go up, do you not? He has to go up to Division 1 next season and has to have a better car. Oh, yeah. 
absolutely. Like yeah. the, you know, because I think that's something that we did. I think Joe did take away. To be fair, so I think there was almost like a bit of a choice if you wanted to go up or not. Um, I think in in F one there was more of a, an option there. Um, with, you know, when people aren't being crazy, obviously, I think if someone was very clearly better than the other one, they'd be very much encouraged to, to go. But um, yeah, look, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's out there for debate, isn't it? And I think this is what the podcast is about. It's about creating a dialogue and, and giving people the option to, to voice their platform. And obviously, you guys have had that choice. Um, it's just a shame that some people don't want to do that, um, who maybe could, you know, we put a message out asking for guests, etc. Um, you know, people who want to speak about this should come on and, and speak about it, is my opinion. Um, yeah. Right, look, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it there. Obviously, you know, look, in terms of the F1 chat, if you've got anything to say on that, there will be, of course, you know, a thread when the podcast gets launched. And please, you know, comment on it and, and give your thoughts. And, and if you really want to get involved, as we stated last week when we asked for guests, you know, you can now send us voice notes and we can play them and discuss them on the podcast. You can get involved. There's plenty of options to, to do that. Um, right, boys, we're going to move on to Division 3. I'm conscious that Ash will be doing his nut, even though he's still on mute, about um, the, uh, the the runtime of this podcast. And I don't know, is, is Ash back yet? So we just check in. Are you there, Ash? Nope, still on the fence. Oh, he's, still, he's still on the fence. The fence might have collapsed, and that could be why he, he might have got impaled. We don't know. Um, we'll, we'll send someone around to check on him. Um, we're going to move on to Division 3. <clears throat> So, unfortunately, none of us obviously are in Division 3, or maybe fortunately, none of us are in Division 3 this season. Um, and we've had a few games played, but not too many, actually, boys. You know, a bit of a poor showing, really, from the Division 3 lot, who are normally quite good at getting their games played. We've only had uh, five of the um, the fixtures played at, at present. Um, at the moment, we've got Hilly and Dio, who, who top the table, both on six points. Payne and Wiz just behind, and then at the bottom of the run, we've got Andy and, and Harry. Um, it, I do believe it was a, um, uh, a Hilly and Brilly uh, derby for the first fixture for those two, and, and Hilly just about came through, which, based on what they've both said, were, were very, very tight games. So, fair Hilly play. Hilly, <laughs> yeah, fair play for uh, for Hilly to actually, um, you know, to, to say that because it seems like Brill did run him close. Um, in, in terms of the um, the division as a whole, obviously this season we've not got Tunners, we've not got Rhino, who are the usual additions, obviously, in, in there. Who do we think are going to sort of push up towards the upper echelons of that division, um, River, considering we are missing some of the, the favourites? Is it as easy um, as just saying it'll be, you know, the, the two relegated from the league above? Uh, they'll be up there, of course they will. Um, this is a bit more like Division 1 than Division 2 in you can sort of get some semblance of an order to this division and not be hideously wrong in certain places, whereas Division 2 could literally be anything. Um, they'll be challenging. The one I think stands actually a good chance is Trooper. Um, I've played Trooper in quite a few head-to-heads, and they're close games. And there's really not much in it. I think Trooper has got a pretty good chance of challenging up there. Hilly's going to be up there. Of course, he is. Diodex probably will be, and you'd, you'd think Payne will be. Wiz, apparently, I've not played Wiz in ages, but has been uh, doing pretty well. So, um, I know I've mentioned nearly half the division there, haven't I? But <laughs> I think, to be fair, I think yeah. You can probably split this division in two lots of six, pretty much, or two lots of five and a two in the middle, really, can't you? Okay, you can go on, do it. Do it right it, now. Go on. Do it right now, okay. Top five, <laughs> in some order, would be Hilly, Diodex, Payne, Wiz, Fox, and Trooper. Um, bottom five in some order would be Brilly, Harry, Nutty, um, 
gas and gas and worm, and then Lost Boy and Soggy in the middle. That's fair. That is fair to be honest. I, I was just thinking then who you're going to put in the middle, and yeah, Lost Boy and, and Soggy are both anomalies in this division because you're absolutely right. You could see them being part of either of those splits, couldn't you? You could yeah. see you know Soggy quite easily pushing on and doing well, and the same with um, with Lost Boy. The big thing for Lost Boy is is engagement and attendance and and actually playing the game like we've seen with other managers. He just doesn't maybe play the game enough. Um, you know, to to really get a hold of it. Um, and Soggy can be a good player when Soggy wants. Oh, absolutely, he's a good player. I just don't think he gives a shit half time. I played him in the Eliminator last year, and it was just like he wasn't even bothered. Um, and he's given me plenty of trouble, plenty of times before. He's a good player. He just doesn't seem doesn't seem like he's interested in playing. Um, so I say he could be he could be anything. But pretty much, you can split a top five and a, a top four, or five, bottom four, or five out of this division easily. Mm. I think in in terms of um, last season, obviously, Raz, you you did do very very well in this division. There's still a lot of people here that you've played before, and of course, the ones you haven't played in the division last season, uh, Dio, Hilly, etc. You've you've played obviously along the site before. How do you see this one shaping up? Do you, are you on the same sort of realms as River in terms of the? The, the two banks of five, or do you think yeah, it's going to uh, be not as simple? I think there will be a, there will be a gap between um, top half and bottom half. Uh, it won't be the same as uh, Division Two, where you know, you'd think towards the end of the season you could stand up, you could area A go up or B go down. Um, I think this one's got more of a clear split, um, and <laughs> so I'm really going to agree with River. It's just uh, the people basically's name there. Um, in the bottom half, um, and then basically, uh, lost uh, lost boy in the center, um, soggy as well. So soggy is uh, a unique character. He he did lead this division um, at one stage last season, and then he just I don't know, just fell off. Like like it was spectacular how quickly he fell off. The division free Fred went quiet all of a sudden. Um. But yeah, um, it's the same. Uh, the guys basically at the top there, uh, Hilly, mm. uh, Diodex, Payne, they'll be up there. Wiz, Wiz is uh, a phenomenal little player, and I think he, think people overlook him. I see him when you play when you play against him, you get, you get very much like a, a game like City. You know, you get a proper game of football, no sort of um, FIFA Ultimate Team tactics or anything. Mm. Um, Trooper again, an art difficult character that I found last season. Um, you know they'll be up there. Uh, Worm, Worm will be a weird one as well because um, he could air a easily be easily be in the bottom half of the table, but if he gets a run of games together, um, he could be sitting in that playoff spot as well. He's, He's another, another good player. If if he if he turns up and actually plays a run of games, he does okay. But it's yeah. the it's the getting him to actually sort of turn up. Yeah, uh, I think whenever basically uh, I'd seen a lot of the fixtures being played last last season, it was um, there'd be large periods basically where you'd see the same like a lot of warm threads in the one post. I know he's had uh, had personal uh, reasons for not playing all the games um, on time, but um, it, it is that basically big gap between basically I've played there and I've got uh, another three matches to play um, against three other opponents getting used to the game again trying to get them all done it all feels very rushed mm. you know get them done before you get fined yeah yeah absolutely 
Um, looking at the um, the the rest of uh, Division Three in terms of the bottom half, if if we talk about one of the newest additions to to the site and, and to Division Three itself, uh, Nuthatch, um, River. This is a, a guy from FLM, I, I believe. Um, if if I'm if I'm right in thinking that um, you are. He's um, he's looking at his head-to-head results and, and sort of pre-season form. He looks like he's sort of heading one way, unfortunately, and that's uh, to go shake hands and, and spend time with Andy Brill. Um, do we see maybe Andy Brill potentially getting a rival for that wooden spoon this season? Um, potentially. Br- Brilly must be rubbing his hands at this, thinking, I've got a chance, I've got a chance. Um, yeah, look, from what I remember about Nutty, um, he was always, if I remember... Generally in the bottom division on FLM, um, sort of not overly threatening. I think he did get out of it once um, into the second division, but um, he's probably, I don't think he's been playing FIFA at all, has he? Because he's been a pro Evo person. Mm. Um, So it's going to take him a while to adapt and get used to the game. And I think as a result, um, as he goes on through the season and in future seasons, he's... uh, potentially going to be better and he won't be down there with Brilly all the time um, but this year I think if Brilly's going to get off the bottom this is the year he's got a chance to do it yeah uh, for sure and again we saw last season he did do better he did he did pick up some points he got quite a few wins you know he, he did alright so it is going to be interesting to see if he can do that and again for me uh, maybe a little bit of um, uh, I don't know maybe being a bit soppy in my old age now um, but I, I think that I, I would like to see um, I'd like to see Andy Brill not finish 12th, arguably not finish 11th. I'd rather Harry finish in 11th, to be honest. <laughs> and and Andy Brill, <laughs> Andy Brill beat both. Um, Hold but, on, you wouldn't rather see Harry finish 12th? Oh, uh, well, I mean, yeah, obviously, of course. But, you know, let's be realistic. Um, I think I think you'd rather see him finish 13th with just an empty <laughs> gap in between. That would be that would be nice. Yeah, 14th <laughs> and there's an empty gap. Um one thing, just uh, one little piece of irony that I do, I do have to admire. I think from Division Three. I mean, we've we've seen obviously the franchises for for the three divisions, uh, you know, Championship, Syria, and um, and La Liga. I'm absolutely made up with it being the Championship. I love that. You've got Blackpool uh, River, is that right? The nice tangerine. Have, yeah, yeah. yeah who, that, have that, that, in, that um, in, yeah. <laughs> who have you got in Div Two? I've got Empley. Empoli. Okay, I've not heard much about them, which is not surprising. Uh, I know quite them. a bit about them. I just... Um, <laughs> of course you do. I don't... Uh, I've done Italian football. I don't want to do Italian football. <laughs> um, I think the, 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 nice, the nice piece of irony, I think, more than anything, is that Soggy has Barcelona. I think we can all just let that one sink in in terms of the the football that he often is uh, accused of playing. Um, and he's got arguably one of the best footballing teams in the world. That's his franchise, which is, is brilliant. Um, I don't think he's but, got much money either, so he's pretty much accurate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's going to be pulling them soggy levers. Soggy uh, levers. At the end of the season. Um, boys, look, I do think we uh, we need to wrap up there because, like yeah. I say, Ash, um, we're getting messages from him. He can hear us. We can't hear him. It's absolutely banging because that's how we wish it would be all the time. Um, that is the ultimate fencer, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just not going to give any opinions anymore. <laughs> he just does not want to. He just doesn't it, it want just to get those DMs. Yeah, he just press the buttons, no opinions. Yeah. He's he's turned into producer Ash, which is uh, his prime Ash. He's evolved. 
Um, but boys, look, we'll, we'll leave it there. Um, <clears throat> how rude is what he's just put in the comments. Um, we're going to leave it there because uh, we, we will considerably overrun once we add the golf segment in as well. Uh, but boys, we'll, uh, well, like I said, we'll uh, say our goodbye. So Raz, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. We'll get that cap slash hat trick ball uh, in the post to you as soon as possible. Thank you very much. No problem. River, thank you as always for coming on. Obviously, again, it, it goes without saying, you and Berger obviously really helped me and Ash um, with the contributions of the podcast. So thank you again for coming on. Yeah, you're more than welcome. I say, as you and Ash have said before, but if people probably get fed up listening to me as a third person on this podcast, volunteer to come forward. Put your opinion across. You don't want to hear mine all the time. If you've got a different opinion on something, come on the podcast, give it. It's good fun. It takes an hour of your time and it's it, it's a great thing to do. Yeah, and of course, you know, again, we, we put it in there. Obviously, Raz River, you'll both get paid two million for this as well. Um, nice. So thank you very much for, for coming on. Um, 69 right. striker on his way. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Two million covers your wages for the season, right? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, right, boys, we'll leave it there. But say thank you very much, everybody, for coming on and uh, take care. Thank you. Bye bye.